Baptist Church, the Word of God is proclaimed with passion every Sunday morning. Together we go on a weekly spiritual odyssey and are inspired by Dr. Yvonne Jones-Bibbs. Through God, Pastor Bibbs highlights and teaches powerful biblical points that can change lives and set spirits free. Our primary goal is to introduce Christ to everyone. If you have moved into the Richmond, Virginia area or just visiting and seeking to meet friends as you serve the Lord and want to be in a down-home church atmosphere where everybody is somebody, where God is the head of the church, and we invite you to stop by the Sixth Baptist Church. I want you to sing along with us if you know this song.
song says we are tossed and we are driven on this restless sea of time. Somber skies and howling tempests. Off to succeed a bright sunshine in the land of perfect day. When the mists have rolled away, we will understand it better by and by. Would you stand up and just join us as the words are on the screen for you. Amen.
glory to you and honor, Father. We ask that you bless this whole congregation, Father. We ask you to keep sending out members of Father. We grow and grow, Father. You'll be right by our side, Father. We ask that you bless the sick and the homeless and the shedding, Father. We ask you to continue to be with them and guide them. Just love us, God, and give us your grace and mercy, Father. We realize that everything is controlled by you and not by man, God. We realize that things are going on now in this world, Father, that we have never seen before, Father. We ask that you bless those people that just don't seem to care about you, Father, and your people, Father. When you see people killing children, Father, all of people, Father, it just hurts me just to see it, Father. We know that you have a plan for all of us, Father. Your plan will come through eventually, Father. So we thank you for that, Father. We thank you for our pastor in a special way, Father. We ask you to bless her and continue to be with her, Father. We ask you to bless all the pastors at Six Baptists and all over the world, Father. Let them preach your word on what's happening, Father, and how you can keep it. We just thank you for this congregation, Father. And we ask you to keep sending us out in numbers, Father. One day, you want to be here and take care of your world, God. We thank you for that, Father. We thank you for all the many blessings that you spoke, restored upon us. You provide us food, shelter, morning, uh, Father, for you, Father. We ask you to bless our young people in a special way, Father. Let them know, Father, that everything is under control, Father, by you, not by man, Father. So we thank you for that, Father. We thank you for all the sick and the shut-in this church and all churches, Father. We realize that you can, you can cure anybody and anything, Father. That's your will, Father. We thank you for that. We thank you for being here one more time, Father. So we continue to give you the glory and the honor that you so richly deserve to show us the new way it's going to be, Father, when you come in and take over, Father. So we thank you for that, Father. We thank you for everybody under the sound of my voice. And we ask that we will pray for you and give you all the Glory to Jesus. Say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.
If you love the Lord, clap your hands. If you love the Lord, say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
everybody. Come on, let's praise the Lord a little bit more. Anybody know he's good? Anybody can shout, you're good, God. We are thankful to God for blessing us as we celebrate another worship here at the Sixth Baptist Church in Richmond, Virginia, USA, that in this sanctuary we can say, and you heard us say, God, you are good. I know that if you're doing virtual worship or joining us by way of live streaming, wherever you are in the world, come on, let's say it together. God, you are good. In the name of Jesus, we're thankful for your presence today. And we're going to get straight into the word. Praise God for the music messages that we have received. But we want to get straight into the word as you capture the option of the Holy Ghost. And we know without a shadow of a doubt that God is in this place. I'm looking at all of you all, and you look good. Uh, Six Baptists have some of the greatest people in the world. I'm looking at you. You're great. Amen. You're great people. Somebody say, thank you, God. Greatness is in you. You're beautiful people, and you're part of the best church in the world. Amen. Let's give God a holy praise right now. Proud of you. Proud of you. We're thankful uh, for this blessing that God, I feel, has given to me for the last few weeks. I've been preaching sermons to sort of get you reacclimated uh, to just dealing with this pandemic. <laughs> you know, coming back into church, should I be in the church, should I stay at home, should I do this or do that? Uh, but I, I want to abbreviate for a moment because I see you here. And I am uh, feeling that you are with us in other sanctuaries as well. And so today, uh, I'm going to be dealing with uh, our march to uh, Easter, uh, what it's all about and uh, why we are doing what we're doing by way of celebrating the Lenten season and looking at what God is calling all of us to do. I'm preaching from the subject, Jesus Stood Still. Somebody say, Jesus stood still. And as I offer prayer right now, do you want the Lord to stand still in your life sometimes? To tell you what to do? Uh, to get into your, your prayer life whereby you know that God is there for you? You listen to this message today because Jesus stood still. Father, give me guidance. Lord God Almighty, uh, give me all that I need, Lord God, to celebrate you in this marvelous way. We thank you, God, because you are our keeper. Thank you, Jesus, for standing still in a situation that, Lord God, you had to deal with. Even though people felt you should keep on keeping on and keep walking. But, Lord, you have blessed us to stop right now to stand still. Give us direction. And give us hope, we pray. Amen. You know, as we look at this passage of scripture, I want you to, to, before I give you the scripture, I want you to just follow along in your life, your personal life, whether your sister, brother, sister, sister, husband, wife, children, doesn't matter. I want you to know that it's important for you to look at your life. Somebody say, my life today. 
and, and yet you love your family members, you love your friends, and uh, we are thankful to God for the many individuals that we feel God has used in our lives over the years. But today we are talking to everybody individually. And we want you to listen to the word of God because when we look at your life, you know, we understand the significance of us going through various stages or periods in our lives. You know, fall, winter, spring, summer. We'll talk about that more during a Bible study series uh, because you don't think like you used to think when you were 10 years old. Let the church say amen. Nor do you look that way, uh, beginning with me. And so the reality is Jesus, when you look at the life of Christ, uh, and, and, and there's really six periods uh, I would suggest as I personally I have broken it down. Maybe some other theologians may have broken it down another way. But you have the preparatory period. That's when you look at Jesus being born, you know, the story about waiting for the coming Christ. And, you know, that particular period is called the preparatory period. Then, then you have the period of obscurity. Uh, that's when Jesus, you know, began to teach. And, you know, even when he went back to his own country, uh, Jesus was not accepted, you know, where he was born. You know, the, he, he was afraid. You know, we all have fear, don't we? You know, when we start something new, you know, obscurity is in our way. Is there a witness in the house today? And then, because oh, he was only here three and a half years, uh, it was the period of, of um, should I say, uh, what is the word? Popularity. The Lord was very popular that year. Uh, the Lord, oh, yes, was doing so many things that he had a multitude following him. Everywhere, healing the sick, raising the dead, teaching the ways. I've come to seek and to save all who are lost. And then you have the period that I'm in today, the period of opposition. Somebody say opposition. Because just before uh, the week that we're going to go into, uh, beginning next Sunday, which is Palm Sunday, uh, we recognize the fact that that particular week, it's the last week here on earth, uh, beginning with the triumphal entry and ending with his burial. But then you have the 40 days of resurrection from the day that he was resurrected, the 40 days going to the ascension. Are you with me, church? So we're in the period of opposition now. Now, have you ever had to deal with people opposing you? Come on. Y'all all right, right? Everybody in the world love you, right? <laughs> No opposition anywhere. Well, I want to let you know that the Lord uh, had a great deal of opposition. And, uh, and the Bible tells us, as we look at the passage of Scripture I'm going to give you in just a minute, just setting the stage for you. Uh, we recognize that Jesus had just finished teaching about the greatness in serving that Mita uh, taught uh, this past Wednesday in a profound way. Of what it means to be serving the Lord. There's greatness. And I'm glad that Six Baptist has caught on fire with serving. Great God. It doesn't matter who you serve as long as we serve the Lord and we serve others to the best of our abilities. Come on, somebody. I know the Lord will bless us and the Lord will bless you. But now we are dealing with opposition. Because 
right in Matthew, the 20th chapter, and you will see uh, that uh, beginning with the 29th verse. The Lord had just finished talking about great God Almighty, the, the service that, that we should do, and how it's important knowing that he was gone into the week. Great God here on earth for the last week of his life, we recognize the fact that he was on his way to a place called Jericho with the uh, multitude of people following him. Just finished teaching. And so he's on his way to Jericho, and the Bible tells us that on his way, something happened. It's a little story there nestled between the greatness and service and, of course, the triumphal entry, okay? It's just a few verses, but I want to read it to you right now. Hear the words of God, beginning with verse number 29 and ending with verse number 34. The Bible says, as we hear God's words again, now as they went out uh, of Jericho, a great multitude followed him, all right? Going to Jericho, not even out of the city on the road, the Bible tells us, as we continue to look at the word of God, uh, that, uh, and behold, two blind men sitting by the road, when they heard that Jesus was passing by, cried out, uh, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. Have mercy on me. And the Bible tells us, as we continue reading in the name of Jesus, all right. In verse number 32, all right. The Bible tells us, so Jesus stood still. Listen to that. The Bible says, and Jesus, what? Stood still and called them and said, what do you want me to do for you? Listen to that now. What do you want me to do for you? And Jesus, what? Stood still. What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Lord, that our, what? Eyes may be open. So Jesus had compassion and touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight, and they followed him. Jesus, tired. Jesus, knowing that he had to fulfill what was prophesied. Jesus, the one who is dealing with life expectancies and unexpectancies, but Jesus who knows it all. The Bible tells us that he and a multitude were on their way out of Jericho, you know, getting ready to go into Jerusalem, which next week we'll be in Jerusalem, uh, no, the triumphal entry. But on the way out of Jericho, they were walking down the road, just like you and I, walking down Addison Street. Your street. Think about it now. And he, he heard a voice. A voice. You know, I want to let you know right now that the Lord will hear your voice. If you just call out on to him. <laughs> yes! You know what I'm talking about. And so the Bible tells us that as he was walking... And the multitude all around, you know, they weren't quiet, just talking. They, all of a sudden, they heard voices said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy on us. Have mercy on me. 
so they kept on walking and kept on walking and and the Bible tells us as we look at this uh, passage of scripture that they just didn't stop calling on Jesus so what is that saying that if you want the Lord to stand still you, you got to be serious serious about what you want and you can't just call on the Lord one time anybody know about calling on the Lord more than one time on a daily basis it doesn't mean that you're worrying the Lord but you're sincere about your request you're sincere about what God is trying to do for you and what the Lord would do in terms of taking time to hear grant God your request so the Lord I want you to learn something right now don't think that you're worrying God and don't think that because you're dealing with something personally or maybe in your family or whatever the world's condition when I'm listening to people pray they are not just praying for themselves but I want to let you know today I feel in my heart of hearts that the Lord is standing still right now the Lord sees everything that's happening in these United States of America the Lord sees everything that's happening in Ukraine and Africa come on somebody all the countries there he sees poverty Great God Almighty, he sees knees, he sees sick folk, he sees people, great God, who are calling out for help, great God, on their bed of a fish. The Lord sees you. Somebody say, the Lord sees me. The Lord sees you right now, right now. And you need to stand still and call on the name of the Lord. Have mercy, God. Have mercy, son of David. Have mercy, I need you. I got a bad report. From the doctor, I need you. I got, great God, my heart is aching. I, I just lost a loved one. Whether it's recently or five months ago or five years ago or longer, I need you. I need you, Lord God. I, great God Almighty, I can't do like I used to do. I need you, Lord. Is there anybody here? Is there anybody somewhere who needs the Lord right now? Why don't you give God a holy prayer? I need you. Jesus stood still. Yes. Bible tells us, multitudes said, come on, let's go, let's go. We got something to do with getting ready to go into Jerusalem. But the Lord heard the cries of somebody in need. Bible tells us, he stopped. He said, well, what, what do you want? You know, what, what do you want? Well, you know Jesus knows everything. So it's nothing wrong with you know, resting in your bed like I do. I like to put my head under the collar. So, Lord, I, forgive me, but I need you to bless some people. I need you to keep uh, the church together. I pray a lot of prayers for you all. I, I call out your names. I, I really do, and I know you call out my name. And, oh, yeah, and I'm thankful for that. What do you need? I, I need health and strength. I, I need great God to pay a bill. I need a job. I need, I need. Nothing wrong with saying that. What do you need? Jesus stood still. <laughs> Aren't you glad about it? So he'll wipe away your tears. Won't he do it? Is there a witness in the house today that will say the Lord will wipe away your tears? If there are witnesses in the house today that, that will say the Lord will get me through. The Lord will make a way out of no way. Like a ship that's tossed and driven, battered by an angry sea. When the storms of life are raging, sometimes they fall on you and me. So these two blind men could not see physically. And some can't see spiritually. 
That's why I'm preaching this message today. Whether you can, cannot see physically or spiritually, I want to let you know today that Jesus will stand still and hear you cry. The period of opposition now. So he's walking. He said, okay, what do you want? What do you want? The question to you today is, what do you want? What do you want? Ask God, what do you want? And that's why when we see people who are in need, why we have our, our CMC, Community Mission Center, what do you want? What do you need? On Thursdays when we have a food bank, they go say, that we want this and we want that. They, they pack their own bags with their masks on. They, we can't pick out food for them, right? They know what they like to eat. You know, we give them certain foods on Tuesday that, you know, we've already made the dinner and all that. And on Saturday, the boxes are packed. But on Thursday, you pack what you need and pack what you want. Oh, yeah. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah. And when you drive and you see somebody, we don't know whether it's real or not. Some people... Some people, some people may be asking folk every day of their lives, standing in the same place. You know, if I was in their shoes, I wouldn't stand at the same place for God's sake, would you? I'd go to another corner. But but it doesn't matter. That's not, sometimes people don't think like we think. They don't have the mentality. Something happened maybe in their lives. So you don't know what happened. It could have been uh, abused. This, this month is child abuse month and Alzheimer's month and honor do uh, uh, organ donation month. Yes. You just don't know what's going to happen. But one thing we do know is that the Lord heard their cry. Oh yeah. Have mercy, God. Have mercy. What do you want me to do for you? And they said that we just want to see. Just want to be able to see again. Now, now when you get home, I want you to close your eyes and, and try to walk around your house. You know what things are, but close your eyes and, and let God see if you know how to get through your house. And, and, and let God how it feels not to be able to, to see. And those who can't see, you know, the ways in which you, you are taught to see and still be a great a, a, a part of life. And we are thankful to God for you. But when you can, great God, just try that out and see what happens. So what happened, the Bible says that, that the Lord, <laughs> ah, on his way to his death, the Lord, one week from dying, the Lord, on his way, great God Almighty, to prepare to give us salvation. Great God still took time and said, what do you want? The Lord is saying to you today, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Yes. Tell the Lord what you want, and God will make a way. Won't he make a way? And so the Bible says the Lord touched their eyes, and they saw. Oh, yeah, that's enough to shout right now about, isn't it? The Lord was able, great God, to touch. And the Bible says that not only could they see again, but they followed the Lord. Oh, you ought to be on your feet, slapping your hands right now. When, 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 when they could see again. They got up and went into the multitude and followed the Lord. Jesus stood still. Aren't you glad he stood still for them? I don't know about you all, but the Lord will come and touch you. Whether it be a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday.
Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, he touched me. And oh, the joy, the flood my soul. Something happened, and now I know he touched me. Have you ever been touched? Have you ever been touched? You have to stand on your feet, give God a holy hallelujah cry. Great God, he touched me. Come on, praise the Lord, musicians. He touched me. He touched me. He touched me. And oh, the joy that flooded my soul. Something happened, and now I know. He touched me and made me whole. He touched me. Let the Lord touch you. Let the Lord touch you today. He touched your mama. Touched your daddy. During a period of segregation. He touched, he touched during a period of slavery. We were nobody. He touched. He touched. We were told not to speak until we were spoken to. The Lord touched. Has the Lord touched you somewhere? Has the Lord ever touched you? Gave you good children, grandchildren. He touched you. Oh, the joy that flood our souls. Something happened? Oh, yes. And now we know he touched us and made us whole. Thank God he stopped and heard their cry. Jesus stood still. with us today. If you desire to learn more about becoming a disciple of Christ, visit our website at sixbaptistchurch.org and click on the front page, Become a Disciple. Fill out the form, hit submit, and we'll get back with you soon. Have a great week. God bless all. like us? Want to connect with us? Here's how to stay connected with the Sixth Baptist Church. Stay inspired. Follow us on Instagram to join our most active social network. Stay close to the Church of God by subscribing to our YouTube channel. 
and join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. for Sunday worship service. And finally, stay connected by liking our page on Facebook and tune into exciting updates about things happening at the Sixth Baptist Church. Again, like us, follow us, subscribe to us, and join us at the Sixth Baptist Church of Richmond, Virginia.